This episode is Confessions of a Brand Strategist with my dear online friend, Aisha Dore. She really is on a mission to inspire you to build your brand so you can confidently share your original ideas and be leaders in your own space. (laughs) Honestly, I think that my biggest fuck up was not allowing myself the audacity to be a bad bitch sooner. I just love that. Tell me more. What do you mean when you say that? (laughs) Was it a confidence thing? I mean, absolutely it was. Yeah. I just spent the first few years of my business so like timid and meek and and small. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I wanted attention to get clients, but also don't Mm -hmm. pay attention to me. (laughs) I'm just over here, you know, doing my little business. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely a confidence issue. But the, the bummer thing about that is that by staying timid and staying small and not wanting to share what I knew because I didn't want to come across as like egotistical or self-important. It really suffocated my expertise. And like Mm. my expertise is the thing that allows me to help my clients. (laughs) So it's kind of like a a paradox situation. And I, I really wish that I would have known that it's okay to be good at what I do And it's okay to talk Mm. about the fact that I'm good at what I do, because that is the thing that allows me to actually help my clients. Yes. And Um, I think there's going to be so many women who relate to that from a don't take up space, don't be braggy, it's boastful, boastful's not nice, it's not good. So that will resonate with a lot of people. Yeah. I, I mean, we see it all the time. And on one hand, I wish I had known it sooner. On the other hand, I don't know that I possibly could have. I do think that that Mm. confidence does come from experience. But at the same time, like if I had known then what I know now about branding, like that's what I would do differently, right? Because I realized that my brand is what empowers me to show up in that way. So if I had Mm. focused on my brand earlier, I think I would have been more confident sooner. And do you think it was just about the way you were showing up? You weren't confident to be yourself because you didn't know what that looked like, or you felt like you were trying to be something that you thought you should be? Yes. I mean, (laughs) yes. I, I think that like a lot of entrepreneurs, I came from a history of just having jobs, working for other people, working under other people's brands. And Mm -hmm. so I wasn't used to having the microphone. I wasn't used to being center stage, Mm -hmm. but, and a lot of people don't like to be the center of attention. Right. But That's not really what it's about. It's like our people need us to take the microphone. Our people need us to stand in the center of the stage and say, Mm. you know, like, because it's not really about us. But when we have the microphone, that allows Mm -hmm. us to share our ideas and it allows us to share our expertise. And that's the thing that helps people. And when you say it's not really about us, what do you mean? (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) I, I just think, I think there's so much of a focus right now in the messaging we see online for online businesses. Mm-hmm. It just becomes a big echo chamber of what can your business do for you? How can you mm-hmm. make more money? How doing less work? How can you do everything more easily? How can you get more mm-hmm. clients? And like all of those things are important. I do not want to diminish the importance of having a business that makes money. That's the point. Uh-huh. But I think that when we focus on us and our businesses, it stifles our energy from, again, sharing our ideas boldly and confidently in a way that actually helps our people because you also can't have a business without other people. So when you're 
you're so focused on, okay, me, me, me in my business, like, again, your yes, your business should give you all the freedoms to do the things that you want to do, because then you show up as your best self in the business, right? Mm. But there's also this other side of that, that I just don't feel like we're talking about right now, that it's, it's also focused on the other side of it. What is my business doing for others? And I mean, I think that there's kind mm. of two groups of entrepreneurs, right? There are the entrepreneurs that are just like, I just want to make a bunch of money and work from the beach. And that's fine. <laughs> like, that's fine. Yes. But I also think that that doesn't leave much room for those of us who are like, No, I actually, like, I'm passionate about what I do because of the change Mm -hmm. that it makes in the world, not just because Mm -hmm. it gives me the lifestyle I want. I know that we both with our clients will see a lot of that where they often come to us and they've been comparison and doom scrolling and just a sort of paralysis they have around messaging. And there's that human first themselves figuring out how they show up in their own identity and their own personality. And that's okay to take up space and embody all of their quirks and what makes them them. And then I think the second part of it is kind of what you're saying, which is it's if it's so centered around what we want and what we do as the service provider you're not really giving your your humans and your clients a glimpse of what it can do for them right so we're missing that's kind of the missing chunk that you're saying right yeah i mean business is here to solve problems so if you're not focused on the problem and you're not focused on mm. the solution then it does become all about you which is yeah. dangerous <laughs> because if it's if you're not making about the client you're not going to get any clients and then you won't make any money anyway <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, then hints in the title, service provider. <laughs> we forget that. <laughs> yes. And a lot of us are like, I'm making, you know, and it's like these big statements that you and I often chat about on Voxer, <laughs> which is this sure. whole like, I'll help you make 10K months and I've got six six figures in my bank account this month. And we're like, cool. What does that do for me? Like, what does seeing your bank statement do for me and my business and my dreams, right? Yes. Like, preach that. <laughs> preach that to the moon. Especially because that doesn't give us any indication of what else is happening in the business. We all mm. have different business models. We all have different offers. We all have different ways that we launch. We all take on a different amount of clients. And so it's not giving us any indication of the behind the scenes of what it took to get there. Like, yes, that's great for you. You've shown that it's possible for you. But again, like you said, what does that do for me? And does this come up so often with your clients and kind of how do you walk them around kind of the other side so that they can show up in the right way? When you have a full brand strategy guideline, it's like, this is what Mm. I'm doing here. This is who I'm doing it for. This is why it matters. And that's kind of not only the driving force for them to show up in that powerful way, but it also kind of gives them a roadmap of how to make daily decisions that allows them to consistently show up that way. That's incredible. And so to the layman woman out there thinking, well, I'm new-ish in my business, maybe a year, under a year, under two years, and they hear the words brand strategy, that tends to come with this enormous body of work. What does it mean for a solo entrepreneur? What is a brand strategy that, you know, how would you kind of explain it in a way that makes sense? That isn't overwhelming. <laughs> okay, so yeah. your brand is basically your reputation, right? It's how your clients feel mm. about you. It's how, it's the thoughts that pop into people's head when they experience you and your business, when you interact with them. Mm. Your, because your, your your brand is, is not, First of all, it's not about you. It's about your ideal clients. And Mm. it is also, I'm so sorry. So 
your brand is not for you. It's your ideal client. Mm -hmm. It's for your ideal clients. It's also, your brand is also not what you say it is. Your brand is what people think it is, right? Which kind of makes you feel like, well, I don't have any control then over my brand. But that's where brand strategy comes in because brand strategy is what bridges the gap between what you want your brand to be and what it actually is to your ideal clients. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful you hit play. And if you liked what you heard, please leave a review, especially on Apple, and hit subscribe so you never miss a new episode. If you love this and think someone else would too, then don't be shy, share it with them. Let's inspire even more women. And every month I'll be picking one lucky soul for a free coaching call. All you need to do is screenshot your review and DM it to me, or share your favorite episode to social media and tag me at Melda Biz Coach for a chance to win a free session. Head to the show notes for all the details, and I'll see you next time.